0: persona this uh, week <laughs> every week you know you know she's just gotta, always reinventing herself i gotta
1: give you a different greeting
0: that's what we love about you <laughs> 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 greeting, is like a greetings earthling <laughs> hello people hi we're the golden ghouls Alyssa, kylie <laughs> emily and it's time to get spooky <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. I have to throw it in there early because I've been forgetting recently. But please forgive me. I'm old and I'm weak. hun. <sighs> join the club. Join it. <laughs> you guys, we have another new patron. Oh. We are truly hashtag blessed, as the kids say. Mm-hmm. So blessed. This is the Pearl Candle Company. Oh, the I Pearl love The Candle Company.
2: Yes. Oh. Kylie, what scents did you order? I got the... Uh, I want to say it's the rosemary mint rosemary sage sage yep and then the Christmas morning because it has the uh, the pine but then also um some other scents I haven't received the candles yet but I'm v excited because they're handmade Uh, they look just scrumptious scrumptious delicious they're tattooed mm-hmm. all
0: the mm-hmm. way down my spine damn pro candle company exactly. got that big tat <laughs> every vertebrae um, has a letter <laughs> we're actually going to be doing a collaboration with them soon a little scent uh inspired by the ghouls so you'll want to make sure that you follow them on instagram at pearl is it at pearl candle company or the pearl candle company
2: let me Kylie? look right now in the meantime
1: just absolutely fantastic. i feel like we should, we should ask i'm so people excited
2: for a uh, scent recommendation or re- recommendations. requests yeah. we could yeah, do a little what poll. Do you guys-
1: I can't wait to get all the Golden Ghoul candles. I'm gonna, and, like, buy them I'm gonna, li- I, yep. I mean, me too, though.
2: Yes. Like, I, I love a light good my whole house. tobacco vanilla scent. Okay, it is Pearl Ooh. Candle Company.
0: Yep, Pearl Candle Company on Instagram. You gotta follow them. They to. post mm-hmm. all of their new fragrances, and uh, it's just, mwah, we love you guys. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Ooh. You Ready? Really I'll do. read
2: you a small excerpt of the Rosemary Sage because it sounds delicious. Yes. <laughs> Welcome, Rosemary Sage is the perfect blend of rosemary, pine, eucalyptus, sage, and cedar.
0: Mm.
3: Mm.
2: I need it. Mm. It just sounds, like,
0: warm and inviting and s- Christmassy. There, I mean, there's nothing bad about a candle. Nothing. Honestly, nothing bad. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Everything good. Everything good. I... I go through phases where I'm like obsessed with buying one thing, and I've gone through a candle phase, okay. and I've like kind of gotten out of it, but I've burned through all of them, so I'm about to re up on. You need to it's time. Yes, it's time. Get your
1: hands on the pearl. Yes. candle companies. We love you. Also, happy holidays. Ah, <clears throat> I know. People. I was happy thinking holidays. about that. I was like, we haven't said crap about Christmas. No. And it's like, I don't know why. Yeah, it's Maybe coming. It's here. Alyssa's done a very good job of putting her presents
0: together. It's what I I've must done. Say. Although I didn't put up a tree this year. Yeah, she did. So my. <laughs> <laughs> my gifts are just on the chairs in my living room, but it's like fine. It's That's whatever. decoration enough. They're beautiful. They look nice. They look really nice. You it know, sounds, I try to make the wrapping. I try to make the wrapping cohesive. Right. You know, I pick a theme. Mm-hmm. It's usually pink and gold because those are uh-huh. you know my favorite colors. Mm-hmm. But it's okay. whatever. I love it. I'm I doing it. a
1: green and a cream.
0: <sighs> Ooh. I love it. Yes. I will forever regret, last year I saw this Kate Spade wrapping paper, mm-hmm. and it was like a cream background with green leopard, and it was the cutest, I and I still regret not buying it.
2: It's right up her Maybe I'll come back to you, hon. Maybe someday I'll I think so. find it again. Imagine you receive wrapping paper as a gift. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be mad, because I will use it. Be like, I can't use this till next year, Aunt Karen. <laughs> and sometimes- <laughs> Damn it. Sometimes I'm like, "Damn it, wrapping paper is expensive," so I don't want to buy it. But true, true. if I got it as a gift, I'd be like, "Okay, that's kind of tight." Right. I was talking to Steve last night. And I was like, "I feel like I'm at the point where people keep asking what I want for Christmas, and I'm like, I kind of have everything that I want, mm-hmm. and I don't need any more junk cluttering my house." So, like, you I just don't want know.
3: Love. I'm like, it's, it's just, true.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. Just spook me. I just want to hang out with my people <laughs> and talk about ghosts, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. Just That's give really me a it. good scare. That's it. Pop out of nowhere. <laughs> uh, Maybe I'd not now. It. Maybe not now that I've got oh, a, a yeah, condition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. Take but, care of yourself though. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Last, <laughs> last night the Steve was like in the kitchen cooking and this broom fell behind him. And I was like, holy shit. My- it truly gave me the spook of the whole year. I thought Girl, it was gunfire. Or not something. your heart. No. Uh <sighs> yeah. Well. We're in a talkative mood today, y'all. We are. Truly. We're chitting chattin'. Mm-hmm. So just be prepared. With that said, I'm gonna say let's hop in to this week's exciting episode. It's wait. a ghoul talk. Yeah. We're
2: doing it, doing it loud and we're doing it proud for the people. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So I'm very exciting. excited to I'm share so
2: pumped. Uh, to share one from Jen. Are you ghouls ready? Hello, Jen. I'm ready. What's up Jen. All right. Hello, ghouls. My name is Jen, aka Jenny Bex, and I am uh. a new big fan of the show, and I have a few of my many, many experiences that I would like to share. Dang, she came to the right place. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. First of all, I think I have always been sensitive to energies and I've written many of my experiences off because I didn't want people to think I was crazy, but there have been a few experiences that I think are undeniable. Your show and the Night Owl podcast has been inspiring me to come out of my spooky closet. <laughs> Shout out to the Night Owl. We love Woo! you. <laughs> Very good friends of ours. Yeah. My earliest experience that I can remember is one that is also backed up by great validation because my mother and late uncle experienced it as well. When I was about six years old, my aunt Pat died quite suddenly in her bed at her and my uncle's home. She was often ill and I was on, and was on a cocktail of meds, but her cause of death was simply cardiac arrest. There was never any further explanation that I was ever made aware of. She had several porcelain dolls and figurines. There was a formal living room in their home, which is where she kept most of them on display. This is an important note for later. I could not sleep in that house no matter how hard I tried. I would even swim in the pool literally all day to the point of making myself sick, trying to get tired enough to sleep through the night, but it never worked. After her death, it was even worse because I started to see, feel, and hear things, even in broad daylight, and this went on for years. As I said, I always felt uneasy there, but on one trip, it began to intensify dramatically. Mm-hmm. The dolls started getting moved around in the formal living room during the night, while everyone was supposed to be in bed. I would no, put- <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> like, <"Ugh>, no, thanks. <laughs> Is grandma sleepwalking. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> I would put them back, and my uncle always mistook it as me playing with them. I would hear scratching and tapping on the walls and up and down the staircase all night long, almost every night. Most nights there, I would lay awake listening to the sounds all night, staring at the ceiling or at the poster of a gargoyle, and little girl blowing bubbles that hung on the wall. (laughs) Moto. That sounds beautiful and amazing, but
0: also, I'm intrigued by who chose this artwork and why they chose it. Wait, she's yeah. blowing bubbles at gargoyles? She's it sounds like she's a little girl is sitting and blowing gargoyles. <laughs> Bl-
3: blowing <laughs> bubbles at gargoyles. Oh, Jesus um, Christ no. <laughs> Oh no. God. Oh
0: um, kill me. Alyssa. Blowing bubbles Uh. with gargoyles. Jen, I'm so sorry. I took
2: this from zero to 100.
1: She really did.
2: Quasimodo. P-O-V. Okay. Stop.
1: (laughs) Some hardcore porn up in this house.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So sorry, everyone. I will continue. (laughs) Fuck my life. (laughs)
1: she was blowing bubbles
0: yes blowing bubbles with the gargoyle
2: Uh uh-huh cute nothing inappropriate to see here okay (laughs) i got up to go to the bathroom one night and after taking forever to work up the courage to even go out into the hall i thought i saw something on the landing by the stairs moving towards me to my left it looked like Mm-mm. a dark shadow, almost like a very slender figure standing on two legs with abnormally long arms and fingers reaching outward. That sounds like me, to be honest. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Who's
1: Kyle? <laughs> Kyle, why? <I> s- <laughs> it's true.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, God. All right. It's about to get spooky, y'all. Oh, okay. I spun around and ran back into the room and put my headphones on to hopefully drown out the scratching and tapping that resumed shortly after I was back in bed. The next night, I could hear the scratching in my room, so I hid under the blankets all night. I was petrified. My mom and I shared the room that trip, and she used to love wearing long, layered necklaces, and she had laid them out on the dresser. The next morning, she found them balled up into a giant knot, That took her forever to untangle, and she asked me why I would tangle up her necklaces. I told her I didn't do it, and I immediately realized that must have been what I had heard scratching around through the night. My My uncle gave me two of my aunt's dolls because he thought that I would want to have them. They both had wind-up music boxes. I wanted nothing to do with them, but also knew it would be impolite to refuse and make my family question me. So I took them home, and my mom even put up a shelf for me to put them on in my room. The music would somehow start playing out of nowhere, and both of the dolls would fall repeatedly off the shelf and were broken several times. I started keeping them in my closet instead. Then on our next visit, as we were approaching the door, my mom and I both could clearly see the silhouette of a person, who we had assumed was my uncle, in the window above the front door on the second floor landing. When we rang the doorbell, my uncle opened the door almost immediately, as though he had been right by the door. Although, we thought we had just seen him on the second floor, so we were both kind of startled when he answered so quickly. It was a big house, and with where the stairs were in relation to that upstairs window, it was impossibly fast for him to have gotten to that door that fast, right? My mom even commented how it was so fast that he answered the door. He said he had in fact been right by the door. There was no one upstairs. My mom and I just looked at each other. She started to say that she just saw someone and he, with a completely straight face, said, Oh no, you just have seen my ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Casual. <laughs> Excuse cash. me? Cash. cash. He's like, yo. <laughs> Quasimodo. <laughs> Mind you, my uncle was the most straight-edge, unimaginative, sensible, no-nonsense person you could ever imagine. He had the dry sense of humor and was not a joker. any means he was absolutely and completely serious that evening he told us everything he had experienced and how it had intensified after pat passed away it completely validated everything my mom and i had experienced and to this day my mom still apologizes now now and then for blaming me for nearly ruining her necklaces my uncle remarried and then moved to mill valley and the ghost thankfully didn't follow them so we never experienced anything quite like that again The dolls are still in a box somewhere in storage at my parents' house, far away from me in California. I still would not even want to touch those dolls, even if I came across them again. (laughs) Most recently, I have been experiencing a ton of things that I cannot explain. So much so that I even sought out the help of a psychic for the first time in my life to try to shed some light on what is going on. In relation to one of those things, I went exploring to a place known as the Dake House. In Genoa, Nevada, that is supposedly one of the most famous super haunted locations in northern Nevada. I had the overwhelming feeling of being watched the whole time I was there. I knew that somewhere in the house, which had been converted to an antique shop, there had been an allegedly haunted spirit painting, but I didn't know what it looked like. And they don't have it labeled in any way. I kept getting drawn back to the main parlor off of the entryway where the watching was the most intense. I guess the, the feeling of being watched was most intense. Mm-hmm. My boyfriend had the creepy crawlies. Mm, you got to get tested. So bad. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> had the creepy crawlies so bad that by this time he had to step outside. And he says he's never been very susceptible to energies or paranormal things. That's how intense this place was. I looked up and spotted a painting of a vase of roses on the wall. It was just a plain still life in an ornate old school frame with no glass covering. Nothing remarkably creepy about it. I also noticed that it was not for sale, unlike all of the other artwork in the house. The best way I can explain it was like that feeling you get when you awkwardly lock eyes with someone who has been staring at you. So I pulled out my phone and I snapped a couple of the pictures of the painting a couple seconds apart. I took maybe half a step closer to it as I, stepped, as I snapped the second picture. I asked the woman who worked there and lived there if this was the painting they were known for. And she said, yes, how did, how did you know? Hmm. Later, when I got to review the pictures, I think I might have actually caught something on camera that proves what I was feeling. I wanted to send the pictures full size so they are emailed separately just in case because I suck at tech. No, you are fabulous at tech and we're very excited to view these photos. <laughs> <laughs> I had my mom and several, several friends look at them to see if they could see what I did because I thought for sure I was losing it. But they all saw it too. If you look closely in one of the pictures, a pair of glowing eyes move into focus out of the black background of the painting. Again, there was no glass covering, so it was not a reflective surface. My flash was not on, and the light fixture in the room was above me, and to my right. And in the center of the room, it had several light bulbs in it. Not just two. So I did my best to debunk it, but let me know what you guys think when you see them. Ooh. (laughs) I'm getting getting shivers thinking about this. Okay, what are we looking for in the pics? The eyes. Oh. If you look closely in one of the pictures, a pair of glowing eyes move into focus out of the black background of the painting. Hmm. We're gonna
0: we're gonna have to look at this closer. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see it.
1: Right
0: there they appear. Oh Go, the no. other photo, they weren't in the other photo. All right, we'll post these for you guys and see what you think. That's some creepy,
1: creepy things. Spooky. It almost Dang. reminds me of like a panther
2: coming the up. The painting itself is very pretty. Yeah.
1: Woof. Wow. Oh,
2: she woof she is signs right, off this. Jen signs off with this. Hope you enjoyed these two experiences. If you guys ever wanna come check out our local haunts in Carson City, Gino or Virginia City, Nevada, I would be honored to show you around because my region is crawling with legendary ghost stories. Love the show and keep doing your spooky thing. Heart, Jen. Jen. Jen, we hope you enjoyed that recent Nevada episode. Oh, yeah. This creeped me out. (laughs) For sure, dude. Both of these stories creeped me out. I mean, Look. I I could see
1: the eyes right away in that painting. So see, like, Emily was it. out here. She saw I've that. I've been out here ghost hunting since she, I was
0: two. She's been seen since mm-hmm. And I've been, yeah. Mm-hmm. And she found it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Tell you what. <laughs> yeah, but um, Jen, if it's all right, we will share those photos and see what the people think. Yeah, dude, we have to. We gotta. Well, I got another story.
1: <gasps> Give it to me. This is from Allison. Hi, Allison. She says, hey, ghouls, hey. Hey. Uh, Hi. What up? I was just listening to episode 68 on Visitation Dreams, and here's my story. Jumping right in. I love it. I know. She gets right in there. It happened the night before my Nana's wake. A little background. She was my dad's mother, and that side of the family is very tight. We're a large family, and everyone gets along. We have, like, 14 aunts and uncles and 21st cousins. Family events are
0: huge and awesome. That's, I mean, I can only That's imagine. lovely because, honestly, big families, it goes one way or the other.
1: True. Oh, you think so? I've always feel, wanted a big family. I feel like,
0: well, I feel like you're either, like, super close or everyone's like, I fucking hate them. Oh, okay. So. Okay. It sounds beautiful, right. Allison. I do feel like there's maybe, like, always an
1: outcast. Yeah. And that feels me. even worse in a big family. <laughs> okay all of our family funerals are the same are at the same funeral home I have been going there since I was a kid so I know the place very well the night before Nana's wake I was really dreading it for me it was a very final event meaning she was really gone and I was extremely sad that night she came to me in my dream, I was at the funeral home. Nana walked over to me and said, I'm going to be here tomorrow, sitting in that chair. And she pointed to a rose-colored e- rose-colored easy chair that was in the corner of the main room. That was the extent of the dream. It was short and sweet. I woke up feeling peaceful because I felt like that was her saying, I'm still here with you and everything will be okay. Mm. Fast forward to the wake, I look at the rose-colored easy chair from time to time, smiling to myself. I see my cousin Sarah crying, so I go to console her and I share my dream, hoping it will bring her peace. I wish I could remember who else was sitting near us at the time. It would be ideal if Kylie remembers this. But one of the other cousins looked at me and said, Oh my God, I had the exact same dream. I have goosebumps right now just thinking about that moment. We concluded that whether we remembered it or not, Nana visited us all around, visit all of us that night, and I will never forget it. Stay spooky, Allison.
3: Woo!
2: She's been one of our followers for a long time.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, Kylie,
2: that's you. It's me. That's my lodge family. <laughs> Kylie, it's you.
1: Wow. It's very yeah. cool. Yeah. Well, I, very, didn't, I very... didn't tell you guys this. What?
2: what? Oh, I was going to say, Dive um, in. A, a lot of people on that side of the family are very sensitive and we've had like a lot of weird stuff. And one of my cousins has had um, a few really weird paranormal experiences, um, but she's not ready to talk about it yet. So, girlfriend, come on. Yeah. We're ready when you are. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Whenever you're ready. Yeah. But do you remember the chair, Kylie?
2: I do. I, unfortunately, we were actually there recently, so. Oh. <laughs> well. Mm. Special story.
0: Yeah. Very special. Yeah. It, it definitely sounds like a visitation dream because right. a lot of times they're just like comforting yeah. and you exactly. wake up and you're like, okay, I can do this. Yeah. I can handle mm. it.
1: My, my grandfather had a visitation dream in the <gasps> hospital recently. Did he? <gasps> yeah, he Ooh. told me that my grandma, who recently passed away, mm-hmm. um, she was he was sleeping, and he said he slightly woke up, and she was in the doorway, and she was saying, Pookie, oh. Pookie, oh. and then she just disappeared. <laughs> and I was like, Grandma, that's her telling you, get you got to get out of here. Yeah. You got to go mm-hmm. be strong.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. The family oh, needs
1: you. She's an
0: angel. I know. I love Truly. it. I know. One of my Pretty coworkers cool. recently... Her grandfather passed away and she was telling me about it. She's like, I had a dream about him last night and she described it to me. And I was like, Katie, that was a visitation dream. She was like, Don't freak me out. I'm scared. No. Like, no it's, it's a good thing. Exactly. And then she started crying. So. Oh, okay. But it was special. Thank special. you, Allison. That thank was you, very Allison. special.
2: Yes. Thank you, Alison. I'll, I'll see you on Sunday.
0: Or yeah, I'll <gasps> see you on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> I have another heartfelt one. Uh, love uh, it. This one comes from Joey, our f- our dear friend Joey, and Joey starts with "My girls." Ah, oh. hello. Yes, my beautiful grandmother passed away almost a month ago. She was everything: a loving wife, oh. a wonderful mother, an amazing cook, and a fashionista until her last days. Ah, <laughs> oh. what a woman! She sounds magical.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: as you can imagine it was really difficult for my family and I when we lost her she lived in the Philippines and the worst part was that I couldn't even get a flight out in time to make it to her funeral so I didn't get to say good say my goodbye in person. Mm-hmm. My grandma was a very devout Catholic woman. She loved God and she believed every word in the Bible, so I never told her about my incredible partner of almost three years, Tyler. Not because I was ashamed, but because I knew my time with her on this earth was limited and didn't want to make anything difficult. What inspired me to write to you again was because this week I had the most vivid dreams. I'm not one of those people who 100% believe that dreams are any sort of signs, but this dream was different. It made me feel different. In my Mm. dream, I was standing on the sidewalk of a very familiar street. It was Tyler's grandma's street, and I was standing in the front of her house. It was fall, and I was looking into the kitchen window. Through the window, I saw myself carving a pumpkin with Tyler and his grandma. We were laughing and having a good time. I heard someone mumble something next to me, and when I turned to my right, it was my grandma. She was outside with me. I said, "'Grams, what did you say?' She didn't respond, but was looking through the kitchen window. I turned back to the window, and this time, I saw me, Tyler, and his grandma cooking a turkey. It was Thanksgiving. I turned to my grandma and asked, "'Is it November?' She looked at me and shook her head. I turned back one last time and looked through the window. It wasn't Thanksgiving anymore. It was Christmas. Tyler's grandma was giving me a gift and Tyler a gift, and we were all laughing. Then my grandma said, this is good. I'm happy. I turned to her and she was smiling. I smiled back at her. You are? I said. She smiled, pulled me in, and gave me a kiss on the cheek. I whispered to her, bye, Grams. I love you. And I woke up. Whew. Oh my gosh, Dang. what a wonderful, wonderful, I'm a little treat. teary-eyed, Joey. Yeah, truly. Excuse me. Never thought I'd be the one to write in a sappy ghost story. I like scary haunted houses and angry ghosts, but I wanted to share this one. I think my grams is happy for Tyler and I, and even happier that I have Tyler's grandma and my life. No one can ever replace my own grandma but it's nice to know she's happy for me love you ladies and happy early halloween thanksgiving or christmas joey (laughs) oh joey Joey. sweet angel these visitation dreams get me honestly and also this speaks to my soul because um when my grandfather passed away he was um he was in Vermont, but it was like very short notice, and I wasn't able to get there. And it's still like it hurts my heart. So I I share that that feeling, and I know how it is. But they knew we loved them.
1: So. Yeah, mm-hmm. and she came to she, she, she came, came to tell, to tell you,
0: that. you. Yeah. Oh, very sweet. So special. That's so awesome. Thank you, Joey. We love you. We do love you, Joey. Oh, what fantastic stories. Oh, truly. My heart. My heart mm-hmm. hurts. I think we got. I think we got one more. Yes. Do I have it? <laughs> yes, Ki- Kylie have it. <laughs> She's got it.
2: Let me pull it up. Let me go through the scrolls and find this story. This one comes okay. from <laughs> our friend Lara. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we got Lara. This is from Lara. Lara. All right. Hi there, ghoulicious ladies. This is Ooh. Lara again.
1: <laughs> <Ooh>. Ghoulicious.
2: <laughs> this is Lara. That Lara. Mm-hmm. I told you I would write when I had some time. Between working full time at the hospital and working on my master's degree, I rarely have time to write anything but papers. <gasps> Dang girl. <laughs> Damn, girl. We appreciate this. hmm So where to begin? I told you last time how I have always had vivid dreams, but when I was little, I used to see situations either in dreams or daydreams that would come true later on. (gasps) I remember asking my mom about it, and she told me it was like ESP, and she had it too. (gasps) Now that I am grown, I don't have those kinds of dreams anymore, but I will suddenly think about a person or a patient I've had, and within a few days, they'll be my patient again. I had this happen twice recently, where I was thinking about two co-workers I hadn't seen in a while, and within the week, they were both my patients on the same day. Kind of weird. Anyway, I was raised very Catholic. I went to Catholic school, my kids go to Catholic school, etc. And my mom always told me that her mom and family members that had passed are always watching over me, and I have always believed it. With the things that I have lived through, I know it has to be true. I digress. I digress. Something silly that I always remembered about my grandmother was that she always had mothballs in every closet. (laughs) If you said mothball to me, I would say grandma because she's the (laughs) only person I ever knew that used them. Except for the one time my mother used them in the flower beds because someone told her it would repel the neighborhood cats from using it as a litter box.
3: Hot (laughs) tip.
2: Good (laughs) tip. When I was a single mom, my mother would help me get my daughter to school, so sometimes she would spend the night with my mom, and she would have a laundry bag she would bring dirty clothes home in. I emptied the laundry bag one day and found three mothballs. Weird, I thought. So I called my mom and asked her if she put mothballs in the bag for some reason. Maybe she had some leftover from the cat thing and for some reason decided putting poisonous candy-like balls in a kid's laundry bag was a good thing. (laughs) No, no, my mom is more educated than I and told me she had no idea why there would be mothballs in the bag. I told her the only time I had ever seen mothballs used was at her mom's house and I wondered if it was her way of letting me know that she was around. Mom just said, you never know. That is the only explanation I can think of. As a nurse, I am lucky to have a job with great hours now and I am the only nurse in my area. Dang. I was coming in around 4 a.m. every day And the area has large square gray trash cans with swinging lids. Almost like clockwork, after I would get settled and start doing paperwork and looking up patient histories in the computer, I would have one trash can and the lid swinging by itself every morning. It would never happen. It would never happen if anyone else was in the room, only when I was alone. And it happened almost every morning for a couple of years. I called him my ghost. The funniest thing is that I had moved to an area across the hall a few months ago. We have the same kind of trash cans, and I kind of missed the morning greeting. And a few days later, the lid in my new area swung by itself when I came in. (laughs) I'm just picturing the trash. It's like, hi. (laughs) (laughs) Almost like someone or something was letting me know it hadn't forgotten me.
0: At first, I thought like maybe the trash can lid was like getting stuck on the trash bag or something, mm-hmm. but for it mm-hmm. to be happening that often is yeah. like bizarre. Yeah, she yeah. can make a
2: move, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's heck? harnessing
1: her powers one mm-hmm. <laughs> trash can at a time. Truly.
2: About a year ago, I lost my favorite kitty boy, Oscar. Oh. No. He was sh- I know. He was a super soft, solid orange tabby cat. I rescued him and his brother. Cholo And bottle fed them as babies Oscar would lie in the crook of my arm every night Wrap his tailor on my arm and sleep with me I miss him so much I was lying down one afternoon resting my eyes And felt a cat jump up on the bed and walk over my pillow I assumed it was Cholo so I opened my eyes I saw Cholo in the bathroom So I jumped out of bed and looked behind me Where a cat should have been But nothing was there I can only assume Oscar was coming back to see me I freaked out at the time But I honestly wish he would come back again I love his brother, but Oscar and I had a special bond and I miss him. Oh my god, I'm getting emotional. <laughs> <laughs> the piece de resistance. This, oh, great. <laughs> uh. This may be emotional at times. It leaves me a bit <laughs> vulnerable because I am not the person anyone would expect to see in this picture I'm going to paint. Nor have I ever discussed any of it with anyone. This may be long-winded, since you would need to know circumstances surrounding everything in order to understand. I will try to be as succinct and entertaining as possible. I remarried in 2007 and had my son, Jack-Jack, in
3: 2008.
2: (laughs) When I was pregnant, I had a horrible nightmare that my husband was driving a car with my daughter in it, and the whole car went flying off the road into a pit, like a square hole the size of a car but about 10 feet deep. I woke up in a cold sweat. I chalked it up to pregnancy hormones, but it really shook me. When I was eight and, a hun- eight and a half months pregnant, I found out my husband was cheating on me. I took his cell phone and found 10 other women's texts. Jesus Christ. Ugh, he's trash. He gets he around. The tra- he was the trash yep. saying hi. Was, were, the trash was like, put him in. Yep. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: they were like, we got something. We know you got something for
2: us. Yeah. Throw feed them us. In. <laughs> Garbage. <laughs> All right. I took a cell phone and found 10 other women's texts. He went off the deep end, chased me out of the house. I still had the phone and I jumped in my car. He chased me in his work truck up the winding back road by the house at unbelievable speeds, trying to run me off the road. Oh, bitch, try me. Uh-uh. Uh-huh. <laughs> no. <laughs> she goes... Thank heaven I'm a speed demon with a six-speed and someone is watching over me. <laughs> I got to a stop sign and he tried to push my car out into the other road. What he didn't realize was the vehicle coming down the road was an ambulance and he immediately stopped. After that, I was in shock and they took me to the hospital and kept me overnight while the police went looking for my husband. I wasn't ready to be a single mom again and some and sometimes in hindsight, hindsight is twenty-twenty. but I forgave my husband. Oof. The night was a Sunday. They sent me home, and on Wednesday, I was sent back to the hospital for an emergency C-section because Jack-Jack was having heart arrhythmias. My parents and daughter came back from their beach trip to see Jack, but my uncle wouldn't come because he wanted to kill my husband. <laughs> Understandable. Mm-hmm. When Jack was two months old, we went to Georgia to see his father and stepmom. They lived in a beautiful 450—oh, I'm sorry— 4500 square foot home in the north georgia mountains i woke up around 3 a.m and looked out the window at the woods about 100 feet away i saw this white glowing sparkly shimmery mass it was about the size of a bush or an extra large white trash bag (laughs) opening up over a bush but trash bags aren't opaque and they don't pulsate and shimmer it was mesmerizing I had no idea what it was, and if I wasn't on the second floor, I might have walked out into the woods to check it out. Then again, I'm more cautious than that. I tried to wake my husband. I shook him, I called his name, I pulled him by his shoulders and lifted him off the pillow and dropped him back down, and he still didn't wake up. Intoxicated. (laughs) Now, he never slept that hard. I wanted someone to witness what I was seeing and help me figure out what it was. I just sat on the edge of the bed and watched it for a few more minutes. It stayed and I went back to sleep while it was still there, beautifully sparkling and swirling. The next morning, I looked out to the woods, but nothing was there. No bushes, only leafless fall trees with lots of space between them and brown leaves on the ground. No brush, no bushes, no trash. Nothing that could explain what I saw. About a month later, my husband was back to being secretive and argumentative. His behavior scared my daughter and even me at times. He put his fist through a closet door. One day, I was driving home with my baby boy in the car seat. I was in a great mood. As it pulled onto my street, a voice, or thought, really, came through my head. If something doesn't change, one of you is going to end up dead. That is not the kind of thought I would ever have. I have no idea where it came from, but it scared me so bad that I prayed to God the rest of the drive to the house not to let me die because Jack-Jack needed me and for my grandparents to watch over me and jack About another month passed, and my husband went into one of his tirades. He had been drinking, and he scared my daughter so badly she grabbed Jack and the phone, locked herself in the bathroom, and called 911. When he heard her calling 911, he left. He left the kids there? Yep. Ugh. The police came and told me someone had been parked in the corner of the yard in a truck, my husband, but they drove off when he pulled the police cruiser in the driveway. Our front yard is over an acre, and it was dark, so I didn't realize he was still on the property. After the police left, he came back, threw a bunch of his stuff in the truck, ripped the computer out of the wall, and took it with him. Told me, I guess there's no coming back from this, huh? With a tear in his eye, and left again. He called me from a payphone up the street, crying, not sure what he was going to do. I told him everything was up to him, not me, and he needed to figure out what he wanted. I cried myself to sleep that night. At about 11.30, my phone rang. The caller ID showed the payphone number my husband had called from, so I assumed he was trying to call me again, but there was no one on the other end. I went back to bed and had just fallen asleep when I heard a knock on my bedroom window. I figured it was my husband and he couldn't get in because I had chain locked the door. I got up to open the front door wearing just shorts and a bra. I was nursing Jack at the time and holding baby Jack Jack on my hip to find a state trooper on my doorstep. He was there to tell me that my husband had been killed in a car accident at about 11 p.m. He had been drinking and was flying down a winding back road about 80 in a 35 mile per hour area and went off one side of the road, overcorrected, hit a ditch full speed where he went through the windshield and flew 500 feet headfirst into a metal pole in the front yard of someone's house and he was decapitated. Yeah, I've been through a lot. The kicker is that I'm a nurse, and if my husband had been someone else's, I would have quickly pegged him as undiagnosed bipolar. But living it is something different. I couldn't Mm -hmm. see what was wrong with him until it was too late. He never showed any of the signs earlier in our relationship. I believe that phone call was him trying to get through to me one last time, like Jennifer did. I think the voice I heard in the shimmery mass was someone trying to warn me. I think the horrible dream when I was pregnant was a premonition of the future car accident and the pit it landed in was a grave. But that's the thing of the paranormal. You never know for sure. That took a lot out of me. Thanks for reading my life. Hope I didn't bore you too much. If I have any more experiences, you guys will be the first to know. And if I ever find my old LG phone, I remember taking pictures of that shimmery mastermind from inside and 100 feet away. Maybe I can send a pic of what I saw. I'm going to try to attach pics of my fur baby Cholo. He's a sweet kitty boy. Love you ghouls to pieces. Lara. Ugh, my lord, woman. Ooh. We we do
0: have cat pics, uh, so this will make this will make us happy. Angel, to look cat, he's beautiful. He's oh, a he's so cute! Angel. I do have
1: to. I have to say that was such a fantastic story, and it's like I I really truly believe this goes back to like I can't remember what episode it was, but this just like energy and stuff the world tries to tell you things Mm -hmm. and if you tap into it and you pay attention like it's trying to tell you something dreams you know nature it's all you just got
0: to tap in yeah Mm -hmm. Uh, lara lara was the one who told us about um the she had the visitation dream right of her, yes. of a friend Jennifer, who yep. had a pulmonary embolism like me. Oh, jeez, okay, uh, the we'll hell! Her, Actually, maybe. should we talk to Jennifer? That was like the first story that I thought of yeah. when I found that out this weekend. I was like, "Holy
2: shit!" Jennifer. But it's okay.
0: It's okay. Yeah.
2: Damn, we're gonna make it. But yeah, Lyra. I was like, "Lara, I want to tell her it's gonna be okay." For being being strong and for a sharing your story, a strong, badass
0: lady. Honestly. Yes, yeah, seriously, that was not an easy one to share. I'm sure, but mm-hmm. I definitely think that someone or something was trying to give you yeah. a sign. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And I and I
1: do and I love that you shared. You know you you were so honest about everything because a lot of people need to like hear that mm-hmm. you know because like I feel like I can relate yeah I've been through situations where it's like you would think it's easy to leave and mm-hmm. then it's just
2: oh yeah you
0: don't know until you're in it yeah I mean from mm-hmm. the outside it's always easy to say like oh I would never but when yeah. you're in it right it's not the same right yeah at all like mm-hmm. it's you love someone so much that you just like you're jaded. You, and you're you in somehow denial. see past it, and totally. you're like, no, 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 like, right? It's just fine. They don't mean it. Like, but tap into that energy that's around you. That's what I'm saying. Wow, that was that was a heavy one to end on, but a good one because I think it's a lesson in like, listen to what you think are signs. Yes, and mm-hmm. like, figure out what they mean. Right.
2: Yeah, and be open. And
0: to them they could too. be coming
1: for from a lot of different places. Yes. Yeah, be open.
0: Ah, wow. Thank you guys so much for those stories. You can always Thank send us you more all. at Ghouls podcast at gmail.com. And until next time, stay merry and stay spooky. <gasps>
3: Ooh. Oh, oh, oh. Uh-huh.